Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. Here we are talking with Daryl Eves, and what a privilege it is to be with the Godfather. <laughs> the Godfather of YouTube. Wow. And uh, Daryl, thanks for uh, taking time uh, to uh, to share with us. I'm looking forward to getting to uh, maybe some things that you don't get a chance to talk about a lot. And that is, I know people are always peppering you with information about YouTube and how they can uh, use strategies and things like that. But uh, uh, what this is, the uh, our podcast is all about winning and what took the one person, everything everything starts with one person and an idea at some point. And how did the transformation happen where you had one, one young man and he's got some thoughts in his head and he makes us some choices about his life and they wound up, they wind up working out and, uh, you know, you get into where you have this compounding success. You made a lot right, a lot of right decisions, Daryl. So congratulations. And as a result, you know, Daryl's been able to add magic into so many people's lives and uh, all kind of magic, business magic, you know, uh, you know, life magic and uh, have an impact that, you know, most people only dream of along with, I'm sure, financial success and things like that. So congratulations on that, Daryl. Where, where, where do you think you think this started for you? Well, it started at a very young age. Um, I um, belong to a family that I'm one of 10 kids. And uh, my parents actually had a unique philosophy when it dealt with money, when it dealt with opportunity. Uh, we were included at a very young age to to know what it costs to have lights on and what it costs to um, you know for food and budgeting and stuff like that. So I got early exposure to that. My parents did a very good job um, really helping us understand uh, the money side of it. And then ultimately, my dad, um, who's uh, now passed, but um, he entrepreneur at heart. Um, had businesses that that he owned and um, spent a lot of time on creating value. And he wanted to be able to teach his children hard work and looking for opportunities and and uh, working as a team. And so uh, at a young age, uh, you know, well before I was eight, I actually had a paper route. Um, and that paper route developed into three different routes. And we even took on another uh, newspaper project where we were doing the, the the free weekend paper, and my uh, siblings and myself, um, you know, w- was very um, coordinated in uh, getting stuff done and and doing our our job and responsibility. But what was really cool was um, when the money was coming in that uh, my my God uh, my dad taught me a God principle, which was. Uh, about tithing and uh, to uh, to donate ten percent of your income and realize where it came from, and and ultimately, you know, having strategic ways to start saving instead of just spending it all on uh, useless stuff. And so he he gave me kind of a breakdown of of what um, you know what what I should consider 
And I was, you know, for an eight year old kid having, uh, I had about five different paper routes. Uh, I was making some pretty decent money and I could have bought, you know, the Primo, uh, you know, Star Wars action figures and different things that I wanted to. Um, but the, he taught me the principle of saving for the right opportunity. And I, I hit um, a little bit older and he's like, okay, now you have a little bit of money in the bank. Let's go ahead and um, buy some cows. And we actually bought some calves and we'd raise them, you know, on the farm. And then at, in the fall, we would actually sell them. And I started to, I call it flip cows, <laughs> you know, because cows would be born. We kind of go from there. And, and that, that money started to accrue to a point where, um, you know, not a lot of, of 10 year old, 11 year old, 12 year olds have, have that money that they've earned personally. Um, and so I got, I got to that point and, uh, my father said, Daryl, I want to teach you something really important. I want to teach you the real power of money because you have enough money in the bank now. You can let it sit and you can get some compounding interest and this is what it's going to be. Or you can put the the money to work for you. And I'm like, okay, like I'm, I'm you know, curious. And uh, he, he said, there's a, an older gentleman uh, up the road that is um, needing some help and he has a piece of ground um, that he's looking uh, to sell and he needs a little bit of money and help around. And, and I want you to go put some money down on that property. And like I'm 12 years old. Like I, I'm like like you kidding me? So we went over to the bank and um, like I'll never forget this. Withdraw the money, and that was kind of like the the most money I've ever seen in my life as a 12 year old is is what I'm withdrawing. And I just put it in a little duffel bag, and and we went over to this guy's house, and uh, he had me go up, knock upon the door, and he stayed in the car, and I was supposed to have really? a conversation. Really? Yeah, it was the wow. funniest thing ever. And um and anyway, the guys thought it was a joke, and you know, I open it up and and I offered the money, and he's like, okay, you know, and so my dad comes in and kind of closes the deal, and it wasn't enough to buy the land outright, and my dad knew that, um, but it was enough to put a big, significant chunk down of money um, on a piece of property that I'd have a, a minimal um, minimal cost on paying him each month. And so I worked down my debt on that property by um, working for the gentleman on on his um, you know on his property, but also you know with all my other stuff that I had going on, as I was paying you know paying him a couple hundred bucks uh, a month. And so you know for a twelve year old, you know paying some twelve you know two hundred bucks a month or whatever it was uh, was kind of a hit in the, the pocketbook. But as I was able to uh, kind of expand as a teenager. Went uh, through school and and was getting ready um, uh, to uh, graduate. And my dad says, "Okay, now it's about time uh, to use that money." And I'm like, "Okay." Um, and and I uh, volunteered. I was going to volunteer for two years uh, to go on a mission trip uh, for my church uh, down in South America. We just pay for it our, ourselves. And uh, he goes, "Now now's the time to cash it in because now you have money to pay for that." And so we we cashed it and I was like, okay, I was 12 years old and we were doing closer to 19 and I had enough money to pay for um, my whole mission trip for two years. Um, and then I was able to put money in the bank and come back after that mission trip and put money down on a piece of property and buy a car. And, and like I, I had a house like when I was 21 and um, 20, I guess 22. Um, but it all came from that property back when I was 12 years old. And so that right there was probably the most valuable lesson that my dad taught me was 
Um, you know, you can you can put your money in securities, you can put your money in the bank, but you need to figure out how to have that money work for you. And I didn't realize it at the time that here we we had something that was appreciating value. Um, and and I didn't really have to do anything for it. It was just because of the nature of the investment. Um, it's just looking at for that right deal, that right opportunity. And so that kind of started uh, my my journey. And, and keep in mind that like I was an entrepreneur at heart as a kid. I always had something that I was looking to to get some money to do something. Uh, but it was set aside, a set a set on very specific principles of how to allocate your money, like how to reinvest it and how to have a little bit for fun and how to you know pay your tithing and so on and so forth. And so it was a, a beautiful concept. Uh, and I'll be eternally indebted to my parents um, because of what they taught me. And I can literally say that a lot of um, uh, families out there pay for their kids' stuff. And my family didn't. Um, we, we were expected to pay for our own stuff. Like if we want a new school clothes, you paid for it. Now, my parents always gave us opportunities to go and make the money. Right. Uh, but we were paying stuff. And and I have five kids now. And my kids, same thing. Is they're they're um, you know, working their way to pay for their um, the things that they want because uh, we're not just just giving it to them on a on a silver platter by no means. So wow, your your dad seems like he's the uh, should be the subject of a book unto himself or movie. <laughs> I can or, literally do that. Yes, there's so or, much or movie unto himself. Yeah, you know? so much. And, yep. and uh, you know, his people, you know, like your father, live these incredible, impactful lives. And then it's not recognized, you know, it's not written down. And it's just like, the only thing that's left is what's in you. But it it, it seems like we we all ought to think about documenting our uh, parents' lives uh, a little more for, you know, coming generations, you know. And But where were you out of the 10 kids in, the, in that list? So, um, so when we first started the family, um, I was number four, but my uh, parents adopted uh, a Native American uh, daughter, and this is my sister. Yeah. Um, and so I was fifth. Um, so I was right smack in the middle um, when she joined her now, family. Did he but, have a plan for... Did he have a, a special uh, little plan for a strategy going with every one of the kids? Or were you, were you special? Um, well, I was like, big guy special, Larry. Come on. <laughs> Now, um, my parents, their their parenting style was to give personalized attention for what that child needed. Um, and and um, everyone had the opportunity to, to, to make money and all had opportunity to leverage it in u- unique ways. I didn't find out till later that I was the only one that actually bought ground before I was, you know, 18. I mean, everybody else did later, but yeah. like, it, it, like I, I, you know, I, I thought everybody had their own path on that, but I just found out. A few years ago, when I was telling my brothers, like, "Are you kidding me?" You know, <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, that's what I was doing." <laughs> so, but, um, but yeah, I and and they have their own stories too. So it's like nothing. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's just finding a unique way for them. And I think for me, uh, my parents knew how I operated, and um, and and like for me, like I know this might seem weird, but money doesn't have any value in my mind. I, I just I just don't have like it just doesn't mean anything to me. Um, and so the, they knew if I would see it go towards something and, and see, oh, this is what it does. And it would kind of connect the dots. And maybe that's why they had me go buy that piece of ground. I don't know. So, you know, people listen, um, to this podcast for takeaways, ideas, and this, that, the other. And one thing to note here is 
we we spend so much time thinking about launching businesses, growing the businesses, and we we doesn't hurt to be reminded if you've got kids, that's something that's growing too, yep, and that can, that's something that can turn into a huge pot. You know, you grow business, so you can have a lot of uh, add excitement, fun. Uh, stability, security, uh, op- you know, a lot of ex- you know new adventures in your life as well as financial stability. But a lot of times we overlook the fact that a lot of that could come from our kids. You yeah. know, they're going to be growing up too. And uh, you know, when you help establish, you know, help them establish themselves, it's uh, uh, gonna you know gonna ripple back to you. Uh, and so. Uh, you know, just the enjoyment of seeing them, you know, it's one thing to win the awards, you know, like for you, you know, you've launched 32 YouTube channels that have gained over 1 million subscribers each 87 billion combined video views. Yeah. And as big a thrill that is, it probably would be a bigger thrill if one of your kids had done it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? No, no, for sure. And um, they have. Um, So like uh, we we had a family channel and and it, it was kind of a different channel, not like a vlogger channel that they're actively participating in, and they were able to experience that. Um, I think the big thing for me though is um, you know like I I don't want to force my um, my work onto my kids. Like that's a really really important thing for me yeah. is I want them to figure out what they want to do. And um, I have one one child that eat, drink, sleep, YouTube. Like he just, he's obsessed with it. And like, he will most likely do what I do um, because he's already done a lot of the stuff that I do. And so I want to, I want to create opportunities for him in, in ways, you know, I'll open doors, but he's going to have to walk through that door. He's going to have to uh, earn it on his own. And so he's already done some pretty remarkable, remarkable things in the space. And he's now put his life on hold for two years. He's in Brazil um, as a missionary and and he'll be coming back in July. But I, I think the big thing for me is like I what I want to do is um help my help my kids find their passion and then and then look at it strategically of how it can bless their lives, but more importantly, bless the lives of those that they touch. And yeah. I think that if they if they can figure it out, um, you know, it's gonna be beautiful to watch and and luckily that my uh, my, my children um, are very passionate about things. And so it's really easy to help mentor them along the way and, um, you know, go from there. And let me just give you a perfect example of this. And um, it's like, uh, I have a, I have a, a teenager. Well, I guess he's, he, he's uh, 18 now. Um, he is, he's been obsessed with video games his whole life. Like he just loves video games and, you know, the whole stuff. And I'm like, hey, there's a lot that you can do in the video game world. Uh, not just playing them. You can play. You can make money playing them. You can make money designing them. You can make money, you know, looking at the transactional side of things and programming and so on and so forth. VFX and you know all, all the depths of it. And and for me, it's like what would give him the 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 most amazing experience, right? What would help them uh, really process it? And so one of the most popular games in the world is a game called Fortnite. Right. Um, I actually worked with the company that put out Fortnite. Wow. I knew the creator of Fortnite. And so it was really easy to pick up the phone and um, you know, let my let my son, well, it was actually in person, but like take some time with them. And and he's like, Oh, you know, have you thought about this? And just see the excitement uh that he had coming from that someone that was super well respected in the space, um, that was super smart, could talk his language, 
and get him really excited about the industry. And now, if he decides to do something with that, that's great. But I think, you know, I think as mentors, and I would view myself as a mentor for my children, that God's entrusted me to mentor them, um, that I would want to create opportunities for them to have conversations with people that think differently than me. Yeah. That, that people that think differently than them and maybe open their eyes a little bit of the possibilities of what can be done. And, and I do believe it's about, you know, um, synergy is like when you find the right people uh, and you surround yourself with people that are pushing the needle or thinking a different way, that's how we change the world. Like that's, that's how we change the world. And so why not, why not learn from them, grow from them, be mentored by them, you know, and so I'll I'll open up those doors every single day just to make sure, um, you know, that they have opportunities like that. Now, that being said, what they do next is totally up to them. It's like yeah. I'm not going to, uh, you know, push them down that path. But I want to I want to be able to at least open the door where they can actually have conversations, and that's happened, uh, you know, over and over again. So, like uh, another example, I have a son that wants to be an attorney of all things. I don't know why. Like that's, yeah. that's, that's what he wants where, to do, right? Where did where did that come from? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> not not for me. <laughs> but um, but it was like getting him, you know, to go and and job shadow. Um, you know, was really important. And he just did a job shadow. That was it. And they offered him a job. They're like, "Hey, we want we want to hire you." And yeah. he's like, "I don't know what I'm doing." And so he went and from that job shadow. Uh, went into an internship, a paid internship that turned into a full time job. And I mean, think about this for a second. It was the, the right connection, I can tell you that. Um, but it's the right field too, because it was like uh, this this individual that he was job shadowing reports to the governor of our state of Utah, and um, it just gives him a vast variety of how the law works, not just in a courtroom. Because I, I think just if you look at it in the courtroom, I think you're very narrow minded. Of how you can impact the world through law, and so um, he was able to do that job shadow that got not only him an internship there, but a, a, a paid employment. But he's had like five different job shadows, like with lobbyists and assistant to the governor, and putting on these events and stuff like that. And and it's all about those connections because when he goes to law school, you know, he's going to need that recommendation. When he's going to get accepted into these yeah. law schools, he's going to need to have that experience. And so. You know, if I can open a door and they can walk through that and kind of develop their own, that, that's the best thing I could ever do as a parent. Thanks for listening to the Million Dollar Mastermind. If you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whitealamwinning.com. Thanks for listening.